It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon Marcel. It's tonight, it's dark out. And um, many times, I'm sure you do too, we feel, what is going on? You know, what, what's going on? The world is upside down, right? It's like, and I said it, I don't want any unspoken on this show, you know, pretending. It's like, what is going on? And you look at, you know, the progress we made, but also, you know, all the tragedy that has happened. And my heart goes to them too. And then you think, we got to win, right? We got to win this thing, love life, and stay positive. But let's be honest, sometimes it's very difficult. And I have a lot of joie de vivre in me, straight from Paris. Uh, so I'm here to bring, hopefully, this joie de vivre into you too. If you have any questions about you love life, and if I can help in any way, call me now, 855-905-8255. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Bonjour, Jenny. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jenny. So I understand uh, you met your significant other in a romantic way. Uh, I'm I'm curious. How did you guys meet? Yes. Okay, Simon. So I I'm a nurse, and okay. uh, you Wonderful. know I was walking my dog out of my apartment complex, and mm-hmm. when I brought her back in, I heard this cry of help. So I went to the gate where there's a number pad. And essentially, there was this, this man on the ground, and he's holding his hand, and he said he was in pain. Well, as it would turn out, another dog had come by and bit his hand. Oh, no. So, um, you know, bringing into action what was being a nurse and all, I immediately took him to my hospital and yep. uh, made sure that he got the help that he needed. Um, you know, in, he ended up needing surgery. And uh, I don't know, I felt a connection with this man. Um, so I ended up staying. I was I was off duty, but I ended up staying, and um, he ended up making it. And uh, we we got mm-hmm. to talking, and we just we had a lot in common. And um, you know, one thing led to another, and we've we've been together now for for a couple of years. <laughs> wow! Listen, this is a crazy story. And first of all, yeah. let me say you know thank you to you and all the nurses. I have friends of mine. The Cleveland oh. Clinic and other hospitals in the Midwest that are nurses. So That's thank so you for fun. all you guys are doing, really, angels. Yeah. And two, about your story, I mean, a guy's got his hand bitten, and he's on the floor, and then a love story happens. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Man. Absolutely. How can you not believe in the universe when you hear a story like yours, Jenny? This just, it's good. Thank you so much for sharing. And really, again, thank you for everything you do for, for all of us in this society in these difficult times. Wow, thank you. An honor. Thank you. You're most welcome. Thank you, Jenny, and have a good night. You too. Changing gears, I am going to go help Marilyn, who sent me an email. She's been dating a guy for a couple months, and he's very generous with her, but she doesn't know what she should do. So we'll get to her email next. So I received an email at therendezvousshow.com from Marilyn, who has a question. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. I just started dating a guy two months ago, and he buys me really expensive gifts, which is nice, but I don't know how much I like him yet, and therefore, I feel weird accepting them. So Simon, should I tell him to stop or not? Good question. If you date somebody that is super generous with you, almost too generous with you, and you're not sure you like them, should you accept the gifts or not? I'll tell you what I think next. What should you do if you've been dating somebody that is very generous with you, which is the case of Marilyn, who sent me that email, 
the guy gives her a lot of beautiful gifts and so on, but she doesn't know how she feels about him. And she's wondering, should I accept the gift or not? Here's my advice. Don't. The fact that you don't know how you feel and that you called me to talk about it, you already know you don't really like this guy. You know there's something off. And he's trying to subconsciously or consciously kind of overcome your intuition, overcome your resistance with the gift. He's trying to, I don't want to say buy you or desire, but almost like, seduce the charm you desire who's not there for him so i think it's enough with the gift i think it's it's honest of you said listen thank you so much but that's enough with the gift let's just get to know each other and if for a couple of months you like him and things are good but for now i would say don't accept any more gifts just get to know the person and follow your intuition because nothing is for free in this world especially when you start dating keep that in mind it's a red flag you call the next Bonjour, Nikki. Bonjour, Simon. So what's going on? You're dating a guy that doesn't want to commit. Explain. Yeah, I mean, we've been together for, or I guess, whatever we're doing for about a, a year. And he just says he doesn't want to be a boyfriend, or he doesn't like the word boyfriend, but he does everything that a boyfriend would do. And then... Um, so I said, no, I, maybe I'm over this. You won't commit to me. And then we kind of fell back into it again. <laughs> and oh. Yeah, but he is also kind of like controlling like a boyfriend would do, but he's not my boyfriend. So you are exclusive or that, that didn't even happen? The talk about being exclusive or not yet? Uh, we did and he, he uh, well, because of right now we are exclusive, <laughs> but... He doesn't want to be called a boyfriend. Okay. So that's pretty upsetting and frustrating. So what's the unspoken? What is it you think he's not saying when he says that? Uh, I think he's afraid. Yes, he is. <laughs> and you know what? Afraid of what? Uh, maybe just real, real commitment or just afraid he'll get hurt. No, he's afraid that if he finds somebody better, he's going to be stuck with you. <laughs> that's, that's, I know it's crude, but that's the unspoken. When a man or a woman is telling you, I don't want to be called girlfriend or boyfriend, what do they have in mind? I like you, the ulala is good, we have a good time, but hey, I don't want to be called boyfriend because if I agree to this and being exclusive, then it's a whole big drama when I have to leave you. But if we're not boyfriend-girlfriend and we're not exclusive, and I define this, I can do what I want. And so, tell me how does that make you feel now that you know what it means? Mm, not great. <laughs> yep. So, I'm going to leave you with, without an answer, but I'm going to leave you with an important question for you, Nikki. Why would you want to stay with a man who doesn't really want to commit to you? I guess I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I know it's not... Why you calling me for? Because I try to bring the best, but sometimes I gotta tell it like it is, and that's the case. So, Nikki, think about it. Take time. Maybe the guy can evolve. Who knows? But I would okay. not continue to have ulala with somebody who says he doesn't want to be your boyfriend. I would not have any form of romantic moment with him. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll cut him off. <laughs> I think so. <sighs> Lily, I'm sorry for the bad news, but maybe it's good news, and somebody better will come soon. Good luck to you. Thank you for calling, and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. So say you're in a relationship, everything is going great. But 
one of you doesn't want to be exclusive, how long should you stay in a relationship like this? Next. So if you're dating somebody that makes your life beautiful and wonderful, but doesn't want to be called boyfriend, girlfriend, doesn't want to be exclusive, doesn't want to be social media official, doesn't want to be, you know, in a status with you, like in a relationship status, but it's, everything else is great. How long should you stay in it? My advice, not too long. Because you are falling in love with somebody who has his eyes on the future that doesn't include you. And there it's just a struggle. You know it's going to end up with you having your heart broken. So if after a year of dating together, you have no status, no label, no social media official, nothing, time to move on. That's my advice. You call the next. Have you ever been um, in a relationship where things are really great, exciting, fun, light? You even met families and friends of each other. Enthusiasm is just like, you know, it's, it's great. Except, except... One of you, or your partner, doesn't want to be really exclusive. And when you try to have the talk about define the relationship, you know, the status, doesn't want to be labeled, doesn't want to be status. So, you know, and you wonder, how long should I stay in it? Right? How long should I stay in a relationship where I know there is no future? That's the question. Because the present is great. You want to know the answer to that question? Stay with me. I'm going to tell you straight. Next. Any questions about you and your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Renard. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So how can I help you and your boyfriend? Yeah, so I've been seeing somebody since quarantine started, and we've been um, doing a lot of like social distance dates, walks through the neighborhoods, we'll drive somewhere in separate cars. And we've been doing this for a while and it's going really, really well and I really, really like him. And I'm wondering how to let him know that I want to um, ooh-la-la, if you know what I mean. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. So when it comes to your communication, do you have more intimate messages do you do you have you guys exchanged more like what we call sexting and you know or, or that has not happened yet no that hasn't happened yet he's very cautious in terms of following all the rules and being very very safe which i respect completely so that's what makes me nervous about approaching the subject of let's get into each other's quarantine <laughs> listen yeah i think that first of all uh because you guys have never kissed, right? Right. Right. So how about you do a little provocation? How about tomorrow night, if you feel like it, um, you um, send him a little risque message that you think about him, dot, 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 you will end the sentence, obviously. And oh. uh, so you see, right, you know, without going too far, without revealing too much, where he stands. Right, yeah. because you don't have to go all the way. All you got to do is provoke him a little bit and show him a little bit of temptation. Okay, yeah, I think I can do this. I've never done that before, but I've we've never lived in these times. But I think that that makes sense. That I can well, do all, that. all you got to do is take out at any time you, your headshot. So make sure no matter what you send, no one can know it's you. Right? That's okay. the safe rule. Never show your face. <laughs> On a picture like that. Got it. Okay. 
But for the provocation, the right words will go straight to your man's mind and will do an effect that is very predictable. Okay, great. And then you go from there. If he's not reacting, that's not a good sign. You know, and if he's reacting, you guys can decide, you know, to bring it down. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Renat. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thanks, Simon. Bonjour, Nova. Bonjour, Simon. So what's going on? How can I help you tonight? So um, my boyfriend and I have been together for about six years. We're not planning on getting married or anything like that. But one thing that I really want is children, and I know that he doesn't have any interest in having children. So how do mm -hmm. I bring that up? Would you say you're afraid of the truth? A hundred percent. And what's the truth? I, I don't think he's going to want kids, and I don't think I'm okay with not having kids. I agree. And then what would happen? Um, we, we wouldn't be together anymore. Exactly. So um, there is no compromise on this. Um, this is a very personal decision. There's no wrong or right. There is uh, your absolute right to become a mom, and he has the absolute right not to be a parent. That's the dilemma we have here. So for all these years, there was this unspoken, right? So um, do you love this man? I love him. I love him so much. I mean, he's my soulmate. But I, I don't think I can give up not having children. I totally respect that. Um, I think it's time for you guys to break the unspoken, have a conversation or many conversations about the fact that you, especially you, Nova, have to be very straightforward as of, um, we haven't talked about it, but I cannot give up on my dream to be a mom. And um, I really would love for you to be uh, the father of my kid. Um, what I'm going to do is offer you a chance to talk about why you wouldn't. Can we try? What's your fear? And can we evolve together? Because, and you tell him, because there is no compromise at the end. Either we're going to stay together and be a family together and I'm going to become a mom and you're a dad, or we have to think of breaking up. I mean, I think you're right. It's just so scary to me because how do I know if I'm going to find love again or... You don't, know. Know you don't know. You don't know. This is the scariest question. You could stay in comfort and decide that you're going to give up on the dream of being a mom for the rest of your life and stay with the man you love and is your soulmate, or you're going to break the soulmate construction that you've had with him and take your chance. I cannot advise you one way or the other. I'm going to say follow your intuition, be honest with him, and hear him too. And if the universe is, is on your side on this one, he's going to become the father of your kid. Okay. And remember, some men have changed their mind. Friends of mine said, ah, I'll never have kids. And now they're happy fathers of two or three. So yeah. you can work your man a little. You know, you've got to work him a little bit. Okay. I'm going to give it a try. Thank you so much, Simon. <laughs> All right, Nova. Good luck to you. Thank you so much for calling. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. Question for you. If you don't feel anything the first time you kiss someone, do you think it's a bad sign? Yes? No? Let's talk about it. Next. If you don't feel anything at all the first time you kiss somebody new, after a first date or second date, for instance, is that a sign that they aren't the right person for you? No feeling during the first kiss? Is that a deal breaker, basically? 
So I posted that on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Here are the results of your votes. 64% said yes. If I don't feel anything during the first kiss, I'm out. 36% of you said nope. I'll go for another one just to make sure. And so it's interesting because I feel like I would go for another one just to make sure. I'm not like a deal breaker about the first kiss. Sometimes it's like appetite comes when you eat. Well, chemistry can come as you're kissing, something like that. Anyway, thank you so much for being with me tonight. Thank you for going to my social media at Rendezvous Radio. And uh, thank you for uh, trusting me with your relationship questions night after night after night. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.